Good morning. Thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack, the Scouty Six-Pack, the only podcast that's bringing you the top stories in Wisconsin sports every single day. Plus, we do it in less time than it takes to complete your morning commute. I am Kedrick Stumbris, your host, and you can follow me on Twitter or X or, honestly, Reds, where I think we're going to be doing a lot more work uh, in the near future at Kedrick Stumbris and follow the podcast at Scotty Six Pack to get the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. If you're watching here on YouTube, or if you just want to catch the podcast on YouTube, you can find us there by looking up Scotty Six Pack, smash the like button, smash the subscribe button. It helps us grow the show and continue the conversation with other Wisconsin sports fans. First, I want to catch you up on what happened with the Milwaukee Brewers game tonight, just very briefly. Uh, and then we're going to talk Wisconsin Badgers football and some preseason predictions I have for statistical leaders for Badgers this upcoming year. Uh, first, the Wisconsin, sorry, first Milwaukee Brewers dropped uh, in a game against the Cincinnati Reds last night in a game that was frustrating, much like game one of the series was. Uh, Milwaukee had base runners in every single inning in the game. Milwaukee reached base, I believe it was in every single inning in game one of the series as well and required a walk-off to win it. Uh, but Milwaukee lost last night 4-3 to the Reds, reducing their lead in the division down to just uh, half of a game. And that's tough because in the ninth inning, Brewers entered down 4 nothing, managed to, although having their first two uh, players at the plate were cored out, managed to bring it all the way to 4-3 uh, with, you know, a nice walk by Self Freilich. Uh, also getting on base after that uh, by Blake Perkins. And then Christian Yelich continuing to be hot. He smashes a three-run home run in the ninth, but just wasn't quite enough at the end of the day. Uh Tough, tough outing for the Milwaukee Brewers, who just could not convert when they really needed to. Um, but let's talk some Wisconsin Badgers football preseason predictions. Uh, I published an article yesterday over on Badger Notes uh, website. I would love for you to bookmark. Um, we do great work over there. Uh, Dylan Graff does a great job uh, running that site. Uh, Jake Meyer, our managing editor, does a lot of great work over there as well, keeping us all together. We just got a ton of great writers over there. Uh, Jared Guerrero, one of my favorites as well, uh, does a lot of good work in the recruiting space for Wisconsin football. Um, but last night I published an article that talks about my preseason predictions for the statistical leaders on offense and defense for this Wisconsin Badgers team. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about who is going to lead this team in, you know, passing yards, rushing yards, uh, receptions, and then major defensive statistics as well. First, on the offensive side of the ball, passing statistics are going to be led by Tanner Mordecai. Unless something goes awry, unless there is a really big issue with um, Tanner Mordecai being able to transfer from the group of five, from transferring up from, um, you know, SM, being able to convert that into 
major production at the group at the power five level, then Tanner Mori guys should be able to step in and be QB one from day one, as he has been given the opportunity to do so. And I think that even though we have somewhat of a li- limited sample size um, of quarterbacks transferring up from lower levels of Division One, I think we've seen enough to know that those quarterbacks can be successful. Uh, you look at Cameron Ward at Washington State, who was very successful after coming up from the FCS um, Western Kentucky. Their quarterback situation, I can't remember the name right now, Uh, they were very successful bringing up another quarterback from the FCS level to compete at Western Kentucky as well. Tanner Mordecai can be half of what he was at SNU, you know, throwing with 72 touchdowns in two seasons. Uh, Wisconsin is going to be very well suited and very pleased with their reduction at the starting quarterback position, and Melissa gets injured. Tanner Mordecai is obviously all major statistical categories would pass it on. In terms of rushing offense, you have Braylon Allen, <laughs> who is also the no-brainer uh, to lead Wisconsin in rushing touchdowns, rushing yards, and in carries. You know, he he's coming into his junior season with just tremendous expectations because a year from now, he will probably be gearing up for NFL training camp. Um, he has amassed over a thousand yards in Egypt's first two seasons, despite the fact that, you know, not even being 18 years old as Wisconsin football fans for over and over again during the 2021 season, he was able to capture the RB one role when he did not even start the season with when he really didn't even start the season guaranteed to be a running back through his career. Obviously, he started the actual regular season as a running back, but he was brought in to the program just as an athlete. Uh, we're unsure if he was going to play a linebacker, safety, where he was going to play. Um, but he has taken over the running back role by store, and now he joins an offense that is being run by Phil Londo, which is going to spread personnel out on offense and hopefully empty the box a little bit for uh, Braylon Allen to be able to succeed impeccably. And that talent that has been amassed by offensive coordinator Phil Longo and wide receivers coach Mike Brown should relieve some of the pressure from not only Braylon Allen, but also Ches Malusi. Uh, And when you look at the production that Phil Longo was able to put together out of some running backs at North Carolina... I think Badger fans should be very optimistic about the, not the passing offense. Like, I I think there's plenty of reason to be optimistic about the passing game for Wisconsin football this year. But frankly, I think the place that Wisconsin football fans can be even more optimistic is out of the running game. Because when Phil Longo has talented running backs, he will run the ball. The last time he had two really talented running backs, he produced two 1,000-yard rushers in the same season at running back. If Wisconsin can spread the defensive personnel out with those wide collegiate hash marks, you should expect 
some really fantastic production uh, out of the run game between Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi. Second, my pick for the leader of receptions and receiving touchdowns is not one of the many flashy names out of the wide receiver. Obviously, you have you know, Shimmeray DK coming back, who led the team in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. You have Skyler Bell, who was second in all those major statistical categories last year. Uh, and you have new faces, like Bryson Green coming in, who was a significant piece as a freshman for Oklahoma State last year. But my pick is tight end Clay Cundiff. Clay Cundiff had two seasons ended by just a gruesome, what looked like freak injuries to his life. And assuming he stays healthy, I think Clay Cundiff is going to lead this team in receptions. And that might frankly be me thinking that Tanner Mordecai is going to need a security blanket, maybe more than what will be necessary. But if anybody can be that security blanket, I'm going to bet on Clay Cundiff being that security blanket. Uh, Wisconsin's running backs, for example, don't have a lot of experience in the pass game. Braylon Allen, Ches Malusi have not recorded many receptions out of the backfield uh, since they joined Wisconsin. And Clay Cundiff, although obviously he, he's not particularly proven, he jumped in to his role as the number one tight end last season in 2022, trying to replace all of that production that Jake Ferguson was providing. And Clay Cundiff did provide in that role. He had eight receptions through those first three games, and that was just one shy of Shimrai DK's team leading nine receptions through his first three for, through his first three games. Of course, in the fourth game in Columbus against Ohio State, he snapped to slide, and his season was unfortunately over. Uh, Clay Cundiff is a really talented tight end, and he can be a go-to guy in the red zone, can create mismatches, and could be a really fantastic uh, option for Tanner Mordecai to pass to this upcoming season. I, I think the runner-up in terms of who I would project to have the most receptions and the most uh, receiving touchdowns in this season for the Badgers is, of course, Shimrai DK, who led Wisconsin in every major statistical category for a receiver last season. Part of the reason that I don't have wide receiver Shimrai DK as my projected uh, number one you know, receiving target and uh, number one of the leaderboard in terms of receiving touchdowns is that I think there is so much depth in this wide receiver's room uh, that those targets are going to be spread out. And when Tanner Mordecai needs a checkdown option, Clay Cundiff is going to be that main option. Clay Cundiff is going to eat up so many of the tight end targets. Uh, Clay Cundiff should create so many mismatches that when the Badgers go to just get, you know, five yards, Clay Cundiff is going to be there as an option to do that uh, when they don't need to go out and convert on third and ten when Wisconsin does not need to go out and convert uh, on second and 10. Clay Cundiff is going to be there for, you know, a cheap first down. And while I believe that 
wide receivers like Shimmer DK, like Bryson Green, are going to provide a lot of production for this team. I think the number of targets are going to prevent them from being the receptions leader on this team because those targets are going to be spread out across the wide receiver room. And same with, you know, those targets in the red zone where I think Clay Cundiff is going to absolutely beast. Uh, Chiray DK, of course, though, you know, is the returning leader on this, you know, passing offense for Wisconsin football. He led the team in receiving yards, receptions, and receiving touchdowns last season. And... Frankly, in my opinion, Chimray DK has, you know, day three NFL draft upside. Uh, he's a great all-around receiver. He has developed fantastically and could be a dark horse pick for an all an all-conference kind of year. My runner off for, you know, receiving yards post Chimray DK, because although I don't think Shinrai DK is going to lead the team in receptions or receiving touchdowns. I ultimately do think that he will lead the team in receiving yards just because he has developed into a great route runner uh, over the course of his career in Madison. Uh, my my runner-up for this is Bryson Green, who I think also has the ability, you know, outside of Shinrai DK and, of course, Clay Cundiff, who is my pick to lead the team in receptions and receiving touchdowns. Bryson Green could lead the Badgers in any major receiving category this upcoming season. He didn't participate in spring practice um, as he was dealing with an injury, but he has the pedigree to lead Wisconsin because his he recorded nearly 600 yards in 2022 at Oklahoma State, and that would have been second only to Chimray DK uh, last year. He also had 36 receptions, which would have been only second to Shemray DK on that on the Badgers last year. Bryson Green is an incredibly talented receiver and should show it this upcoming year for the Wisconsin Badgers football team. Before we transition to the defensive side of the ball and who I think are going to be the statistical leaders over there, I have to tell you about TickPick, which is where I get all of my tickets. I buy all of my tickets for every game I go to on TickPick. Uh, I am, you know, excited to go to a number of away games this upcoming year uh, for Packers, for, you know, hopefully the Brewers, uh, even still, you know, been to, I think it was one away game this year, uh, try to make it out some more, but I got two away games coming up for the Green Bay Packers, and I bought both of those tickets on TickPick. Uh, this isn't an ad. TickPick is just a service I love and I want you to save money on your next ticket purchase. When you use TickPick, you will never pay service or delivery fees like you will on other ticket selling apps, and it comes with TickPick's best price guarantee. If you find a better price somewhere else for the same ticket, TickPick will refund you twice the difference in credit toward your next purchase. Twice the difference. Not just get you your money back, get you your money back times two. Plus, if you use my link in the podcast description, you will save $10 on your first order. Go to the Apple App Store. Go to the Google Play Store. Just type TickPick in your browser. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K. Use my link. Save $10 on your first purchase. Purchase and never pay service or delivery fees or tickets ever again. Coming back over here to Wisconsin Packers. 
and our preseason predictions for statistical leaders on the defense. We already covered the offense, and I think Tanner Mordecai is going to lead the team in every offensive passing category. Uh, Brandon Allen should lead the team in rushing categories. And then a combination of Clay Kunda and Shamari DK will lead the team in receiving categories. Who I think is going to lead the defense this year in tackles comes at the inside linebacker position. Uh, and this shouldn't come as a surprise because Neymar John Meta had the team in tackles last year with 95 tackles. Putting that into perspective, the second leading tackle on the team last year was Jordan Turner, who is my pick as the runner for the leading tackler. He only had, he had 30 fewer tackles than John Meta did last year. And I think the inside linebacker is where Wisconsin is going to get leading tackler from because, frankly, kind of like we talked about with the Packers, the defensive line talent on this Wisconsin Badgers roster is lacking. Uh, there was a lot between, you know, frankly, just like Keanu Benson, who, you know, didn't provide a ton of tackles, but just was an absolute clock. Plus, Nick Herbig, who took 11 sacks, 15 and a half targets for loss off the board when he left. There's a lot going there. Um, there's a lot of younger, unproven talent on the defensive line. And while those defensive linemen may be able to slow the run, I don't foresee them bringing rushers down on first contact. And so that those tackles are going to have to be made by the inside linebackers. And John Meta just ate up so many of the tackle numbers in 2023 that I think it would be just disingenuous to not predict him as the leading tackler for the Wisconsin Badgers this upcoming season. Second, I have the lead up. I have um, the runner-up from last year, Jordan Turner, again. Uh, between him and C.J. Getz, C.J. Getz only had three fewer tackles than Jordan Turner last season. I think Getz could you know, kind of repeat that. But I think the Badgers are going to need CJ Getz to act more as a pass rusher this year. Uh, and so not necessarily produce that same tackle number uh, as outside linebacker Nick Herbin has gone on to the NFL along with uh, defensive lineman Keanu Benton as they have now become teammates with TJ Watt on the Pittsburgh Steelers. That brings me to my predicted leader in sacks. I think it has to be some combination of these outside linebackers, uh, CJ Getz and Daryl Peterson. Daryl Peterson is who, I is who I am going to predict as the sack leader for the Wisconsin Badgers this upcoming season. And that's partly because he just has more of an athletic pedigree. He is a consensus four-star recruit, and CJ Getz has never had has never showcased that kind of natural pass rush ability that Daryl Peterson has in the past. He has a higher upside. Getz is a really reliable tackle. You don't rack up 62 tackles in a season without being a great linebacker. But when we watched Daryl Peterson and CJ Getz, you know, rotate those snaps opposite Nick Herbeck, in 2022, Daryl Peterson was the clear option of who could replace 
Nick Herbank's production. I am skeptical that Daryl Peterson can come, you know, close to replacing Nick Herbank's production. And let's be fair here. I don't think it is reasonable for anybody to expect the kind of production that Nick Herbank had, that 15 and a half tackles for loss, those 11 sacks, big 10 leading numbers to, to be exactly what another outside linebacker can produce for the Wisconsin Badgers this upcoming year. But if they can get in the ballpark, that's going to be huge for a defensive line that I think has a lot of questions for Wisconsin this upcoming year. Uh, lastly, the leader on the defense for interceptions. You know, when when I was thinking about this, uh, I think about the fact that defensive coordinators often have their positional groups play quite differently depending on the defensive board, depending on the scheme. Are you going to have, you know, off-ball linebackers for defensive coordinators playing some aggressive defense in, you know, past... Are you going to have some aggressive cornerbacks while you rely on safeties to make tackles in case your cornerbacks aren't able to make the play on the ball that you are coaching them to make? Or do you have you know, your, your cornerbacks play a little bit safer while your safeties are asked to be more ball hawk? And under defensive coordinator Mike Trussell, in his last three seasons as a defensive coordinator, his two seasons at Cincinnati, and then his last season as a defensive coordinator at Michigan State. Trestle's defenses produced a uh, their their leading interception getter, whatever you want to call it, was a safety. Most recently, before that, it was a linebacker, and before that, it was a cornerback. So Trestle's defenses, and it admittedly. Uh, Interceptions are kind of a random stat. Turnovers are kind of a random stat. We, we see that year over year, that they are subject to regression. Backs in the meat. But this seems to be true on Mike Tress's defenses. So who better to pick for the leader in interceptions on a defense that seems to produce, you know, their leading interceptor from all over the field than the highly talented safety who is going to be playing all over the field for the Wisconsin Badgers this season in Hunter Wooler. Hunter Wooler is going to be playing a crucial role in the dollar position for this defense, uh, playing a, a pretty true 335. Uh as Hunter Wooler will, you know, sneak into that small safety or that large safety to small linebacker type role and really play all over the place on the defense. He is, in terms of recruiting rankings, the most highly skilled, like raw talent, raw upside. It, he has the most recruiting pedigree of any any player who will be on this Wisconsin Badgers defensive roster this upcoming season. So it is not surprising to see this defense, to see Mike Trussell try to play their most talented player 
in the most versatile you want to give your talented players chances to go get the ball chances to go make a play that's what college football is all about get the ball in the hands of your playmaker on the defensive side you know if you have a position that is made to just go out and make plays like the dollar position you gotta put a guy in there who is talented enough to go out and make plays and that's Hunter Wolfe and if Anybody is going to be able to go out and make plays on the ball. It's going to be somebody like Hunter Muller, who showed in spring practice that he can, you know, ball hawk for interceptions. He can go out and rush the passer on occasion, whenever he needs to. This is, I think, going to be the make or break position on the defense for Wisconsin Badgers football this year. Is can Hunter Muller live up to? The expectations that his recruiting rankings, quite frankly, made for him. This is a guy who was a consensus four-star recruit. Can he play up to that athletic ability? Can he get out there and make plays when this defense needs a stop? When this defense needs a pick? When things aren't going great for the offense? Where's the big play going to come from? I think if... Mike Trussell is counting on it to come from anybody. He's counting on it to come from Hunter Wohler. And that's why he is my pick to lead the Wisconsin Badgers in interceptions this upcoming season. That is going to be it today for this edition of the Scum and Six Pack podcast. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts to start every day with everything you need to know in Wisconsin sports before you log off for the day. Leave some kind comments. Like the stream. Subscribe on YouTube. It is free. Hit the bell button and you'll get notifications whenever we upload a new episode. And you'll be able to watch it or listen to it right away to get the latest updates in Wisconsin sports in less time than it takes to complete your morning commute. Also, tell some folks about the show. Helps us grow and helps us create even better content for everyone. Thanks again for listening. I've been your host, Kedra Stubbers, on Wisconsin.